I'm Novak Djokovic. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast with Dave Worsley and Tom Cross. Djokovic wins. And in doing so, creates a little bit of history. Becomes the first man ever to win five Masters Series 1000 titles in a single season. It's the tenth of his career. Welcome along to the Kiwi Tennis Podcast, I'm Tom Cross and I'm Dave Worsley and what a great week or so of tennis that we've had over the last little while and uh, really watching two, I think we can say great players come through, Novak Djokovic only one loss so far this year and Serena Williams when she wants to play she can play. Well, when she wants to play she wins, it's as simple as that. Yeah that too, yeah exactly. She's won two tournaments in the last month and that's all she's played right? Yeah. For the last, uh, since Wimbledon the last year, pretty much. Yeah. Well, they're about so three anyway. tournaments in 12 months, and she's won two out of three. That's pretty good, I think. Yeah, but, so but Serena Novak Djokovic, yeah. the man, he's 53-1 and one this season. Uh, Fish got pretty close today, I think it's fair to say. He pushed him. I he, think that was my prediction, actually, from uh, last I week. I said that Marty Fish would go uh, very he, close and not win it. And he, he uh, did. You predicted him to go to the final, and I um, I was very impressed with that, Dave. It was a good, good preview in sight. He's in, he's in good form, and... You could almost say, if you took out Djokovic, that Fish is in that next group to win a slam. Now, if you take out Djokovic, okay, he falls over, whatever. Uh, if you're looking towards the US Open, you could say Nadal, Federer, Del Potro, and Fish ahead Definitely. of Murray. Definitely. Uh, well, on form at the moment, yep. he's played a lot of hard-court events, but he's, he's played himself court. into form. It's, his, it's yep. his best time of the year. Yep. And he said this year he wants to make the top eight for London. And he's number seven currently right now, after the rankings released of today. Now, Tom, what happened uh, to your boy Federer against Songer in that final set? Yeah, I know. I, I thought I would see some revenge for Federer, but unfortunately he fell apart. He was five love down and managed to win a service game to make it respectable in that set, but it's it lost 6-1. 6-1. It was a thrashing. I was hoping for a repeat of when uh, Federer was 5-1 up against Songer and lost in Montreal a couple of years back, but he didn't manage to turn it around. And it was a shame. Federer was beaten by Songer's Songer just hit winner after winner after winner and he, he controlled the rallies really. He didn't let Federer play the game he wanted. And it was it's difficult to see, but I think it was good to see Songer play so well. He's yeah. again another guy who should be in that list of potential slam winners on this surface. And then retired hurt against Djokovic. Uh, what is it that people just don't want to play him now? <laughs> They're just going to retire hurt. Been a couple of those against Djokovic. Yeah, it was funny to. I actually watched that game live, and it was funny watching. Um, at the end of the first set, Songer started grabbing his arm just a little bit, and you think, "Oh, what's going on here? The trainer going to come out?" The set finished, and then he falls three love down, and then right, this is it. He just decided that's it. He's going to save his body for the US Open. I think he might put out this week in Cincinnati. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So a couple of early uh, round upsets. In fact, quite a few upsets. We had uh, Anderson um, over Murray. We had uh, Dodig over Nadal. Yeah, that that's was a pretty... big shock, that was. Yeah, biggie, that's for sure. Nadal, uh, was... both twice up a break. Uh, he was 3-1 up in the second set and 3-love up in the th- deciding set. So I-, I was really surprised to see him lose to Dodig. Yeah, and then uh, Tipsarovic over Burdich. That didn't surprise me too much. Uh, Cilic, who had been playing very mediocre-ish for the last three years, yeah. uh, over Del Potro. Uh, Del so Potro's a bit poor there. Really poor he played. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird, although Del Potro will be playing against uh, Federer most likely second round of Cincy. So yes. lots, lots of big games. If you take out Djokovic, it's a, there's just, it seems that anybody can beat anybody. 
which is kind of cool coming into Cincy and then on to the US Open. It's definitely opened the draw up a lot more. This was a really good tournament in terms of players that turned up. It was exciting to look at the draw. And the crowd turned up as well. Unfortunately, they didn't turn up for the uh, women's uh, tournament on the same time to see Serena Williams. Sorry, but um, it just doesn't do it. And we look at that. Kleister's uh, retiring second round. Uh, Boeva playing well to beat Sharapova, who didn't play well. That was a surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, Vinci defeating Wozniacki in her first match there, Wozniacki. Uh, Petrovic um, beat Kvitova. And you sort of look at, okay, those are fine, those upsets, but really the quality of tennis wasn't that great. Uh, Radvonska going through... And Stosa coming through to the final and then get a beating, well beaten. Uh, so Stosa back on form at last. Yeah, well, it's taken a while. It has, yeah. Williams dropped one, make it two sets. She dropped one to Zhang yeah. and she dropped one to Safarova as well. Really, the quality of tennis there was uh, quite mixed. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. Okay, that's your summary, is it? Wasn't great. Yeah, it just wasn't <laughs> great. I mean, seriously, come on, tell me that something was good. Well, I think the Azarenka Serena Williams games was. I didn't catch the game, but from reading the reviews, um, Serena played brilliantly. And that was it. That right? was it, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, think, so yeah. I think you just told me that uh, basically the women's tournament. Well, Wozniacki was just absolutely terrible. Yeah, she was she? shy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on with her. She needs to really improve her game. She's luckily she have Cincinnati this week and then New Haven. She likes to play lots of events. So just the Grand Slams. Looking forward then uh, a week or so. We'll just five second preview of the US Open. You'd say Serena Williams and who's her rivals to win? In the ladies. Yeah. Azarenka. Azarenka, Sharapova, Kleisters. But really, you look at them, you have to... Well, Kleisters has no form coming exactly. into that tournament. Yeah. She, did, was she injured in that game? And she's dropped to number three now. Uh, rave has gone up, actually, to number two in the world, from what I can recall. Uh, let's have a quick look then. Cincy, OK, who's going to win that? Serena Williams? I think, without a doubt. Anybody challenge her? Aside from Azarenka, potentially? I'd like to see Sharapova play well in this tournament. I think it's slightly hotter in, in Cincinnati. Well, they'll play each other in the semi-finals if that works out. Uh, Wozniacki will play Peronkova maybe through to Ivanovic, and then in the semis, uh, make that quarterfinals Kvitova, and semi-finals probably Azarenka. But I can't actually see her getting that far. Well, Kvitova was disappointing I in Toronto. So, give me someone aside from Serena Williams who's going to win Cincy. And you can't say Sharapova because that means he has to beat Serena Williams. Azarenka. Okay, so as a rank, as, yeah, I'm actually agreeing with that. So we agree on that. Yeah, I think so. And on the men's side, for me, it's I can't see anyone outside Djokovic winning this. I know Federer's twice a defending champion, but they're gonna they're in the same half again. Yeah. Uh, so let's have a look. So Djokovic first round or first match that is against Ryan Hapson or Chela, and then maybe Stan, who's in terrible form, Roddick, who's in no form. Well, Roddick hasn't played for a while. who's dropping and playing up and down like a yo-yo, no surprise. Yeah, Monfils, he got thumped by Novak in the quarterfinals in uh, in Montreal, but he's still playing well on the surface, so I can't rule him out. I don't think it'd be... A, I can't see Novak losing in three sets, but I think Monfils should make the uh, the quarterfinals there, out of that section. And we've got Fed against Del Potro. Who's winning there in the second round? Federer. OK. Del Potro was diabolical this week. Last week, I should say. Fair enough. Uh, looking at the other side of the draw, we've got Nadal. Who's he going to lose to in the second round then? Benito or Garcia Lopez? Well, Garcia Lopez did beat him last year <laughs> in Thailand indoors. Um, okay. So he's always good on the surface. Um, I, I think Nadal will bounce back. I think he has yeah. to bounce back. He has to prove and say something to Nolo because at the moment he's miles down the list. Well, what about uh, he's going to take on Fish in the quarterfinals then? 
that will be a good game. That'll be a really good game. Yeah. Also in that in that quarter, the bottom quarter, you'd say Richard Gasquet and Dolgopolov yep. could possibly pose threats. Um, and then you got the top half. Well, top quarter. Andy Murray will lose to Nabandian or Nishikori, right in the second round, isn't that right? No, no. I think no. I think Murray will actually. Someone will well, his man will give him a kick up the arse and he'll get a victory. Okay, in and I then think. he'll lose to Songer if he doesn't lose to Nalbandian or Nick Kish, uh, King. Well, if Songer plays, Songer might not well, even play. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, we've got Songer Chilich first round, which should be a cracker. Yeah, if that works out. Uh, then uh, Murray will lose to uh, Ferreira. Notice I haven't actually got him winning anything at all. No, I know you're a huge fan of Andy Murray, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah. Um, no, I think David Ferreira will come through that quarter. So you've yep. got uh, Ferreira versus Nadal for me. Yep. I think Nadal will beat Fish. And you'll have uh, Federer versus Berdic and Monfils Djokovic. Okay, so we're going Djokovic. And who's our other winner? In other words, non-Djokovic winner. Oh, that's a tough one. If I had to pick. Because it's got to be someone from the other side, virtually, or unless Djokovic loses. You're going to say Nadal? Nadal or Fish. Yeah. On current form, you you wouldn't want to want to be Matty Fish though making the final of everything because then you're going to be totally knackered by the time you get to the US Open. Well, he's playing next week, the week after as well, right. in Winston Salem, which is the new tournament replacing he's, the New Haven event. So yeah, he's playing every week. Salem, which is uh, sort of either where they burn witches or where they smoke cigarettes, right? Salem cigarettes, or where <laughs> they used to burn witches. More than likely, other. yeah. Uh, but here's Novak Djokovic talking courtside after his victory in Montreal. Novak, congratulations! But first of all, Marty made that a great final, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I mean, it looked. For set and a half, I mean, I, I was playing well, um, was returning great, serving well, playing from the baseline quite aggressive. And, um, but I got him back in the match. I think he took his chances. He broke me in the second set uh, in a good time. And then, you know, I started, uh, um, you know, decreasing a little bit the speed of the ball from baseline. And it was a very even match up to the end. You're the first guy to win five of these titles in one year. I mean, is that is that sinking in yet? <laughs> it's great. I mean. Uh, Every title uh, is special in making history, of course, it's, uh, it's a great uh, privilege and an honour. Do you think maybe you should do the other players a favour and uh, take next week off? <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. I want to play. <laughs> the Kiwi Tennis Podcast. So Novak Djokovic, uh, will he take a week off and give the, uh, his rivals a chance? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, he's in good form. I don't think he's overexerting himself. He took a while to come back. Um, yeah, nice break between Wimbledon. And yep. he, well, he played Davis Cup the week after. Yeah. He played the one match in the doubles. And then he had, what, five, four, week, four five weeks off. Yeah, so that's, that's not enough. hard, is it? Two weeks of tennis before the Open and then two weeks again. So I think he's not overplaying. Well, let's look at the rankings now. And the WTA rankings, uh, nothing much. Well, actually, there's a couple of little changes. Well, it's Vonnerave and Kim Kleisters, as you pointed yeah. out before. It was Which a major one. We don't really care about because it just doesn't mean that much. I mean, well, let's be honest. Been playing <laughs> bollocks, and then uh, Zvonareva's sort of been playing average bollocks. Yeah, but, well, one, two, and three have done yeah. nothing in the last month, have they? Pretty much. And then you've got Azarenka four, that's fine. Uh, Lina's gone up one, and Kvitova's sort of uh, gone up one. Person to drop down. Shazza has dropped down two places to seven. And rounding out the top ten is uh, Stosa, who's gone up one. Uh, looking at the rest of the top 20, not major movement there. Uh, Pavlin Chikova has dropped down from 13 to 18. We've got uh, Williams. Serena Williams has jumped from 80 to yeah, 31. That's the biggest exactly. climb of the week. That's the biggie. That's the big one there. So um, 31, and I mean, put her in the top 10, it doesn't matter. Put her in the top five and it won't matter. Let's just put her at number five equal. 
She's still the best player on yeah. the ladies' circuit. Okay, we'll put her number one equal then. What the heck? <laughs> and who's number 100? Uh, number 100 is uh, Mona Barthel from Germany, who I absolutely knew, know nothing about. Good on you, girl. Yeah, but um, Marina Rakovic, still 90. Oh, exactly. Yeah, we can't forget her. She's top 100. Yeah, exactly. she's doing well. Oh, we also have to do our update of, uh, of uh, Lisicki because she is 22. Drop down one spot. Who you've been e- emailing this week, haven't you, Dave? Yeah, well, no, 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 no that makes me sound like a stalker. She emailed me <laughs> okay, so she... um, and said, vote for her uh, on the WTA uh, things they've got, uh, the little videos, vote for her else people, um, because um, otherwise she's going to be mean to me and she won't buy me breakfast. So she was using you then? She emailed oh, you to I'm, ask I'm, a favour? I have been used and I like it. Okay, fair enough. And in the men's, we've got <laughs> um, a few movements in the top ten. Marty Fish has gained a place to seven. Yeah, that I think is as high. I'm sure it's as high. I think uh, you're right there. I think Monfie's it's nice, dropping yeah. down one. Joe Willie back yeah. in the top ten. Yeah, Willie's up to um, went up six spots there. Uh, we've got Roddick at uh, fifteen. Uh, let's have a look. He's uh, minus three. Also looking at a couple of other people to drop down. Cal um, Usney's dropped to seventeen, but no other really big movers or shakers. No, they're they're, they're really in the next uh, sort of fifty to one hundred. Um, a few people sort of just moving around there. I guess we can look at the number 100, Steve Darsis from uh, Belgium. He's sort of actually moved up a little bit. Yeah, he's been climbing. He's been playing challenges lately. So uh, a guy who used to be top 50. Yep. The biggest loser, I love that, is actually (laughs) uh, Jeremy Chardé down uh, 26 to 87, by the way. Yeah, he hasn't played any events for a while. He played played the qualifying event for Cincinnati, which has just come up. It was played over the weekend. And he lost first round to a guy, to a local wild card. Oops. Someone he shouldn't lose to. There, there is a lot of Americans coming into the top 100 there for the guys. Um, again, you know, they're lower-ranked guys, I guess you'd call them, and um, good on them for coming through. It's Generally, there is their time to shine. You know, Ryan Sweeting, etc., and all those sort of guys. Where's Michael Russell? Uh, Ron Harrison and yeah. James Blake back in the top 100 now. Oh, please retire. Um, Sam Query <laughs> is, uh, you know, trying to come back from injury, etc. John Isn't is still floating around, not really doing... But Fish is the leading man for the US right yeah. now. And good on him for that. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. Now, Tom, you'd like to have a bitch and a moan. Yeah, I would. This is one guy who the uh, the US players would really say is not their friend, I think. it's uh, Well, firstly, is he American? No, he's born in South Africa. He Well, he's, okay, he's American well, citizen. Well, is part South African. Well, no, his mother's South African. <laughs> he wasn't born there. He's born in Switzerland. Um, Wayne Desnick. Now, this guy we talked about in our last podcast... I think it's fair to say he cheated. He took a growth hormone. Well, no, he was there to sell it to other people. It wasn't his fault. Okay, okay, Dave, seeing, seeing a different point of view. Um, <laughs> he had a two-year ban. He got that ban half to one year because he testified against David Collera, the Austrian. He knocked. Yeah, pretty much he knocked, yeah. So he got his ban halved. His original ban was from January of 2010, so he returned to the tour this year. Now, all his ranking points got stripped, so he has nothing to defend, and he's just played Futures... And challenges, and he played his first ATP event in Washington, where he lost in the qualifying rounds. But because Marty Fish didn't play, he withdrew through injury. Adesnik got through on the lucky loser spot. Now that didn't go down well with the fellow American players, and they bitched and moaned in the press conferences. And he got bumped out to one of the smaller courts, um, played Stepanek, and got thrashed mm. one and one. Andy Roddick, he's, he's been saying um, the guy is just a plain cheating. They should throw him out. There's no room for him. I think what you should explain is that he took human growth hormone into Australia uh, early this year. There was one, uh, yeah, it was... Last year. Last year, sorry. And so human growth hormone, you don't use that for anything else. That's, That's just to make your muscles stronger. Yeah. It's, it, you don't, it's not like 
I don't know. I can't think of anything else that it's used for. It is used for basically cheating. Narking on uh, cholera, as I like to call him, because he is a bit of a disease. This guy's nuts. This he's mental, guy. yeah. He uh, looks he, crazy, doesn't yeah. he? He's not just... Look, I've seen him. Uh, now, he got a lifetime ban. Now, yeah. A lot of players were saying this is what should have happened yeah. uh, to Desnick. Now, the main reason why the players are so angry is because of what happened with Robert Kendrick yeah. after Wimbledon. He took a, a sleeping pill on the flight to London and, of course, has now been banned. Uh, a jet lag pill. So, so it's a jet lag pill. Yeah, help him get over jet lag. Uh, also... Kendrick admitted, hey, I shouldn't have taken this. It wasn't for performance. You know, I'd flown here, there, everywhere. Um, I was a bit silly, and I'll take my punishment. Yep. However, do I deserve the same punishment? Well, less uh, and less of a punishment, because yeah. this guy narked. What? Yeah. Does he have to knock to get his, 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 uh, his ban halved? Yeah. That's not yeah. fair, is it? Yeah. So that, that's the big issue that everybody's peeped about, that a guy that they feel is more genuine took something, said, oops, I did it, I was silly, yeah, I needed to recover from jet lag. I just needed. I was feeling sick because of this, and yet I've got a lesser punishment than a guy who we all know and has admitted that he took human growth hormone into a place to sell it or to give it to other people, and yet because he knocked on someone, he has got um, a lesser punishment than me that admitted it and was doing something a lot less. Completely. And was not selling on selling. Uh, jet lag pills <laughs> that I was actually taking it because I had just flown from one half of the world to the other. Yeah, and he needed to acclimatise. Now, okay, Adesnik, a lot of people don't like him, that's fair to say. Um, but on the other side, fair play to him. He's get, taken this opportunity well. Now, he's he's got a record of 50 wins and nine losses now on the Challenger and Future Circuit. So, I, what is he cheating? Is he not cheating? He but should still, be given the most improved player. Well, he is. From no ranking to... to one, <laughs> as of today, 143 in the rankings. That's very, oh, very impressive. Well, they've got to give it to him. Yeah, now he's, <laughs> his highest ranking when he was uh, cheating, not cheating, before his ban, was 77. Now, he's not that far away. And he's, this guy's got no points to defend, so he can only gain ranking points for the rest of the season. Could this be a guy inside the top 100 by the end of the year? Be political nightmare for the ITF to say, or for the ATP to say, most improved this year. <laughs> uh, oops! Uh, you can imagine him getting up on stage. Ooh, nasty! It's not good, no. But, but then, when he was interviewed after that loss to Stepanek, he did say that, "Look, you know, um, you guys have been asking me this for the same the last year." And one person did say, "Actually, I've got a tennis question." Uh, but there was apparently a lot of cameras uh, filming him on that court. Like, yeah, you know, there's more press on that court than fans watching yeah. the match. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. On a nicer night, let's talk about the Kiwis. Uh, yeah, we. Not much play, for, really, lately. Well, not not this particular week. They're all getting ready for um, the uh, qualifying of the uh, US Open. Arakovic, uh, who's at 90, as we said, um, still very high up in doubles. Also, Sasha Jones and Mike Venus, they'll be uh, qualifying. Uh, Sasha lost in, what was it, the first round of the main draw in three sets in the Bronx. Uh, yep. Mike Venus lost in three sets in the... In Binghampton. Yeah, Binghampton, the challenger mm. there. And so those three are all going to be in qualifying. Uh, Jaden Grinter and Emily Fanning will be going up to the US for and the, the junior qualifying. Uh, so pretty much that's kind of it. We had uh, Riven Statham playing a bit of doubles up in uh, Italy uh, and singles as well and futures there. SeaTac uh, not playing this week. Yeah, he didn't week. play, did he? He played the qualifying for the yeah. uh, Montreal event. No, he's not playing yeah. this week, is he? No, no, there's uh, no, there's nothing in the States this week. Uh, it's all qualifying. So he's he might, just saving himself, is he? Yeah, he might go be going down to maybe Mexico for futures or something like that. So pretty much it's uh, this week coming up. This week coming up? No, yep. next week. The, next week they start yeah, the qualifying. Yeah, next week, sorry, next week. I'm getting it all right there. Eventually, I'll be there for it. Um, <laughs> the US Open qualifying, so a lot of the players getting into New York and getting used to conditions there and things like that. And Arakovic, um, any reason why she's not played the qualifiers for Cincinnati? Uh, I think she wanted to have a, a week off before actually 
going to New York and actually going to New York a bit earlier because you've yep. got to think the, uh, the qualifying uh, for the US Open starts Tuesday through Friday. So you might as well get into New York. Uh, get used to the courts because they are a little bit different. They do have the wind coming through from um, from the park, uh, from Corona Park, and uh, it is, yeah, you want to get used to those conditions, how the courts are playing. You might as well get in there and actually practice, and I think that'll probably be it. I think it's a wise move from her because uh, the way she's playing right now, Played she should go through that qualifying draw quite easily. Uh, she'd have to be one. Of, I mean, it's, it's always funny being in the, a Grand Slam. You're inside the top 100, but you're not going to be... In the actual main draw, you have to go through qualifying. Because the rankings. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, she will be one of the top seeds. I would say she'd have to be first or second seed in there. Yeah. And, um, you know, you'd have to hope, unless someone has a blinder against her or she plays particularly bad, you'd have to hope that she does make it in. She'll be in the doubles, of course. I'm not sure if she's going to play with Tanda Sagan or maybe uh, Gurdjieff or something like that. I would say Sagan, of course, they made the semifinals of uh, Wimbledon uh, just a few weeks ago. Fantastic result that was. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast. And the US Open only a few weeks away now, Dave, and you all must be flying out soon. Yeah, on the 25th, uh, leave to go to New York, and then uh, the Saturday beforehand is always a busy day. That's the kids' day, and it's complete and utter chaos. Oh, well, that's New York anyway, but, I mean, it's complete and utter chaos there. The, uh, you, you get players such as uh, Federer and Nadal against each other, hitting a, having a bit of a hit, and then there's a couple of female players there as well. And I'll tell you what, it was always interesting seeing them play against each other. I mean, they have a lot of healthy respect. And I think maybe it was last year, with one of them was with Wozniacki, one was with Sharapova or something like that. And uh, I think the girls were getting a little bit worried because the ball started getting hit harder yes. and harder and harder. I think it gets competitive, thinking, Holy doesn't it? heck. <laughs> and, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, Andy, the uh, ground announcer, is the best ground announcer ever. He's at the US Open. He's just fantastic down on the court with them. The kids are in. They've got... Jonas Brothers or some band that I've never really heard of uh, there before um, great stuff so looking forward to that it's quite a busy day on the Saturday Sunday uh, hopefully a bit of time to muck around in New York and catch up with friends and then uh, all hell breaks loose yeah two weeks of action yeah, two and weeks who are your ha- predictions just looking I, ahead now I know we've got two big tournaments before I, it starts I'd almost rather wait until these tournaments because not having seen a lot of people play or the top players um, on the surface yeah, yeah. I, I think you've got to say Djokovic would have to be your favourite for the guys, even ahead of Rafa. And for the women's, you'd look at Kleisters, but depending on her fitness, probably just ahead of Serena Williams. With If you wanted to look outside of them, you'd probably... I'd probably almost say a Sharapova after that. Okay. Yeah, that, that would be my one, two, three, is Kleisters narrowly ahead of Serena Williams, followed by Sharapova, and maybe a Kvitova to do well again. Yeah, I think that would have to be... Uh, fairly open, I think, on both sides, actually, yeah. this year. Yeah, it's just that we haven't seen... Uh, Djokovic hasn't won this one, but then he hadn't won... He's been in the final yeah, twice. you know, he hadn't um, won the French, sort of thing. Or Wimbledon. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so... Um, and then Rafa, you don't want to discount him. And Federer, you know, again, you know, you don't want to totally discount him either. And if you want an American, you look at Marty Fish. So it's kind of fun. There's going to be uh, quite a few people who could win. And you'll be there for yeah, all yeah. two weeks. But hopefully you'll be there to see the final this year. Yeah, well, hopefully it doesn't rain again for the third year. No, I'm going to leave. I don't care when the men's final is. I'm not going to watch it. Haven't seen it the last three years because of rain and bad shed- scheduling, thanks to the USTA idiots. Um, well, there's some beautiful, fantastic people there, but uh, yeah, some very interesting scheduling. Also, um, the final was 9-11, the 10th anniversary, so I'll be down on uh, Ground Zero for that. I was there for the 5th anniversary of it. And yeah. So that's the men's final. Today is... 
9-11. Pretty interesting day. It will be, yeah. And we'll be back next week to preview the US Open and Dave can give us his insight into the tournament. He'll be flying out on the 25th, so not long coming up. This has been the Kiwi Tennis Podcast with me, Tom Cross. And I'm Dave Worsley. The Kiwi Tennis Podcast with Dave Worsley and Tom Cross.